today I'm introducing a new format. It's uh, more interview form. The previous formats that I've had were more solo cast. It was about me, my transition, things that are of interest to in me. But I started to think about it. And there's some pretty interesting people um, that I know in my life and also that I've noticed out in the world of social media that I've invited into this podcast um, because I'd like to, you know, share some of their gifts, talents, and the things that I've noticed in them. So my first um, person that I'm interviewing is actually a, a good friend of mine. I've known him for about 10 years. His name is Tyro Anderson. Um, Tyro, thanks for your time. No problem. No problem. How you doing? So, so I just wanted to speak with you um, because like I gave the introduction, I've known you for about 10 years. Um, in previous times, we've worked together. Um, I know your wife. Um, you guys had another child since, you know, I've been in your life and then I've been married. I'm currently going through a divorce, but, you know, I've had a couple kids too. So we've kind of like been going through life, but through social media, like just kind of cheering each other on. And, you know, I've seen a lot of the things that you've been doing and I'm so proud to say that, you know, I know Tyro Anderson. So why not just get started? Um, the first question that I want to ask you, um, just kind of like tell the listeners about who you are. Like, what do you want them to know? Like, what do you want the world to know about Tyro Anderson? Kind of tell us. I'm, I'm a busy body. <laughs> so <laughs> um, you are. I mean, that's to put it lightly, but uh, I'm a steel worker. Uh, that's my nine to five. Um, Outside of doing steel work for the city of Gary, I'm the Gary Public Library uh, president. I'm president of a nonprofit called Decay Devils. We uh, do historic preservation and uh, arts and cultural programs throughout the city. And just a photographer, that's my other side hobby, bring some more funds into the house. I'm a father of two and a busy body, man. So just got to stay busy. That's that's just my my personal suggestion to everybody. Stay busy, stay out of trouble. Yeah, yeah, I, I hear you on that. So just kind of tell the listeners a little bit about, like, your, I don't know, your transitions or what led you to the path of photography or why are you interested in that? Just kind of, like, your background, like, what are your skills and just kind of something that clicked, like, you know what, I really like this and this is what I want to pursue. Well... I never had an interest in photography. When when we were in Fort Wayne, um, I was hardcore trying to shoot film, shoot videos, um, do music. Um, but that doesn't bring instant instant money into the house. So when I moved here to Gary, the immediate hustle for me was, well, if I take pictures, I can in turn, turn that revenue and put it right back into my film projects or video projects or equipment um, because your photography money is going to be instant. Whether it's a um, family shoot, wedding, a model, whatever the case may be, <clears throat> that's instant instant money that goes right back into my projects. No formal training, just hopped on YouTube and figured it out. So a couple years passed and it's like, oh man, I'm better at photography than all this other stuff that I'm trying to fund through photography so you know it's just having that realization and owning it you know 
I should probably lean, you know, more into to this area, uh, focus my resources better. And photography has led me down this path of not just <clears throat> not just making funds, but connecting with others through social media who have similar interests. Um, our organization, we're essentially urban explorers. So we all met posting similar pictures, which turned into, hey, let's explore together, which turned to, let's travel. Uh, let's go to Detroit. Let's go to things that are close. And, you know, four or five years later, we've been all over the country and different parts of uh, other countries. So it changes the conversation of what can be done just based off your passion. You might not think that uh, people have your back and people support you, but I can tell you that's not true. You know, just depending on what you're into and how you decide to share it and pursue it. Like I said, I went from shooting videos with my friends to going to Italy and Iceland and Ireland and London and Budapest and you name it. So wow, it changed so the jealous. conversation. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I want to touch on a couple of things that you said. Um, you know, you said you were following a passion and you did, you kind of fell into this a little bit and saw that you were good at it. But um, one thing is, you know, I pushed this my children when they're when they're doing something and they're interested in it my daughter she's doing makeup right now and she just recently started a youtube channel and i always told her hey if it's something that you like if you can do that for ten thousand hours you literally become an expert at it you have to put that time in that could be years and years and years but you will become an industry expert in whatever you did so it seems like within that couple of years, you were like, whoa, you know, I'm getting pretty good at what I'm doing. So I wanted to touch on that for the listeners. If it's something that you're passionate about, continue at it. It's going to take years and years, but eventually you'll become an expert and an industry leader. Also, I want to touch on you following your passion and ending up finding people with similar interests as you. So a lot of people get stuck in their life and um, they can just, you know, be stuck in that nine to five, raising a family. And they feel sometimes isolated because, you know, they're following this path and, you know, living up to their responsibilities. But if you really follow that passion, what ends up happening, you find people who are similar to yourself. And, and, not and just, they kind of, and, and you, want. That, okay. you know, with working with those other individuals, they also help to make you a better person um, because you're <clears throat> obviously we don't know everything. So when you surround yourself with people who have that same passion as you do, a similar passion as you do, you begin to feed off of each other. And that positive energy boosts you up, but it helps make you a better person in whatever field you decide to do. Um, when I first started shooting, I thought I was I thought I was the man. You know, um, I got a couple good shots. I thought I was, you know, this amazing photographer. And through working with other experts I mean serious experts and just comparing and contrasting and getting tips and being able to work side by side with these people I've been able to reform my process I'm, I'm ashamed to show my old pictures now just based off the growth um, so you have to be open-minded and let those um, you know let those positive vibes come to you, you know, definitely right and it's kind of like that those knives sharpening the knives you know you want to get rid of people are not rid of them but just kind of block some of the negative comments when you kind of want to 
talk to people about your dreams, but listen to those who are experts in that field and kind of take from them and just keep it moving, you know, and make yourself better with that. But so also it's another reason why I wanted to have a conversation with you. Um, There was a post that I noticed on social media. um, I think it was Facebook and you had mentioned it was more of an emotional post about expressing your feelings. And you had realized that, you know, growing up, you didn't readily say you loved, you know, your family members or use those verbal words of expression. And, you know, both of us being African-American, when you said that, and when I looked at your post, you had so many people comment on that. And it's really something within our culture that I feel as being an African-American male is looked down on to express yourself and to express your emotions and your feelings. In, in some way, I'm connecting it, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. I just feel like with what you do artistically, it's a way for you to express yourself to the world. You know, you may still be having these conversations behind the scene with yourself as far as self-expression, you know, more on an emotional level, but I still feel like your photography allows you that avenue to express yourself. Am I right? Absolutely. And it's like the subconscious kind of coming out and when I kind of look at my photography and my early images, what I used to portray, um, a lot of dark images, um, extremely dark images. <clears throat> as far as my personal art goes, for clients, I do whatever the client asks for. But when I was putting my own personal stuff together, I can tell the difference. You know, I was going through, um, I was going through getting fired, finding a new job, um, moving, transitioning, losing everything that you know I thought was making me whole and all of my early work was dark and I can see the transition now where as pieces start to fall in place money starts to fall in place life starts to be a little bit easier my focus and what I deliver has been hasn't been on that aspect as much not even close so it definitely bleeds out in the photography um, but you know, even to another point, just for as far as bringing it up, that only gets you so far. And my pro- my right. purpose of the post was just most whole on the lines of sometimes you just have to be verbal. Um, if if you keep stuff bottled in, eventually it's gonna drive you crazy. And not that that was something that was bothering me, but it's just something I want to share with people because I've found ways to move past that stage where I was growing up as far as holding and bottling in. And I've been able to move past that. And just more so along the lines of for the people who think I'm a cold individual, when you're cold and you don't have feelings and you're callous, I just operate in a different manner. I'm expressing to you why I operate in a different manner. And... You know, please don't take it to heart if, you know, you're going through something and I might not respond the way that you think I should respond. Um, It's not the negative towards you. It's just that's how I've been conditioned to work through my uh, trials and tribulations. Um, So for me, it's just like, hey, let's get this out there. But also don't knock me if I come across as a, a cold individual at times. It's not on purpose it's just that's what I know right it was the way you were groomed it was the way you grew up because you know we've had previous conversations before but you know the reason that I'm interested you interested in you as a person and as a friend 
and what I look for in friendships is a person who can be truly authentic, you know, despite individuals trying to put them in a box that you should act a certain way or live a certain way or buy certain things and live a certain lifestyle. I truly look for that authenticity in a person. And I've noticed that in you. And of course, you know, the more deeper level as far as emotional um, communication or um, verbal communication to others or projecting a certain, you know, that's going to be a lifetime of, you know, trying to learn that process in the right way, especially with you raising kids. You know, you want you want them to be raised in a different environment that you were and to be to feel that they can, you know, express themselves freely. But what advice would you give other African-American men in particular? Um, and it could be women possibly, too, because there's women out there that have a hard time expressing themselves verbally um, or being their true authentic self. You know, you went out and did photography. You created this whole um, nonprofit organization where you have all cultures that are, you know, helping you and holding you up with their hands to, you know, get to that better place, so to speak. Like, what advice would you give a young Tyrell? Or what do you say to your children to encourage them to be their true authentic self and be able to express themselves in a way that, um, you know, makes them feel positive? It's so much, <laughs> but to to sum it up in my, in my eyes, you have to be as open-minded and as positive as you can. Um, when I speak about being open-minded, there are going to be people who, you know, just keep it in 100, we all have prejudice for whatever reason. That's something else that we've been grown and taught as youth. Yeah, certain bias. Yeah. yeah, you got certain bias towards for, for whatever reason. You never know who's going to be your rock. You never know who's that right person that's going to be in your corner. And sometimes, unfortunately, you might get burned in the process of trying to figure out you know, who these individuals are. But surrounding yourself with positive people, people who are going to uplift you, um, allowing people to be their true selves around you without putting them down. It's, it's so much that goes into getting that positive energy back because I can't, I can't expect to be treated a certain way if I'm prejudging you or I'm judging you for how you act. The biggest change for me um, in my transition, believe it or not, has been uh, my oldest son and my great niece. I learned from the kids. Mm-hmm. Every time I see the kids, they come... Hello, hello. We got disconnected. Can can you hear me? Okay, now I can hear you. It's a few seconds of silence. Okay. Yeah, and believe it or not, I learned the most from the kids. My my oldest son and my great niece. Every time that they encounter me, um, I mean, when they're little kids, two years old. You know, all the hugs, all the I love yous, all of this type of stuff. And I did not know how to process that. I was just completely like, what do you got? Why are these little people touching me? And I honestly learned from those kids. You know, they're completely, a complete clean slate. Um, All positive energy. I just watched their interactions and tried to 
mimic some of their interactions in my life. Um, we all kind of find, I'm not going to say all, but there are tons of different ways to get to that final point where you can feel comfortable enough, you know, to express yourself in that, <clears throat> in that manner. But I think it starts with putting yourself around people who are like-minded as you and who have your best interests at heart. I think that's going to be the only thing that puts you in a spot where you're comfortable enough to let your guard down, have those conversations, say what you want to get off your chest and have that free flowing conversation. But you also have to keep in mind, it's going to be a time when they want, you know, to vent to you or tell you something and you can't be judgmental. You have to sit back and, you know, give them that same positive energy that they're giving you. Yeah. And I totally agree with that because like I tend to, I mean, I never thought of myself as being a teacher growing up. I'm more of a one-on-one mentor type person, but I am more geared towards the youth because I feel like if you can interact with them at a young age, you have a better chance that, you know, giving them that spark or, or interest something in them or mold them into being, you know, better human beings. Sometimes I feel, oh gosh, adults are just like a lost cause. I don't even want to deal with them. And I shouldn't think like that. But with you looking at your son, that's an example. It's a clean slate and you can kind of mold him or, or, or show him the pathway basically to success, you know, so that he can lead a happy life. But also Absolutely. with that post, you know, I had mentioned this before to you in a previous conversation, but you know, I always, you know, like to speak on our culture, but I mean, this could be for men in general, you know, sometimes they're not able to express themselves and what ends up happening if they hold all that in, like you said, when you first saw your photography and your work, it was in a dark place. You had, at least it was an outlet to get it out. But if someone don't feel comfortable going to maybe um, like a psychiatrist or to a religious leader and they don't have like an artistic outlet, what ends up happening, there's misplaced anger. You know, misplaced frustration. And that's where the problem happened. No one listens to them. And I'm a big proponent of just listening. I'm in human resources and people are frustrated with their job. And I will literally sit in my desk and I'll just sit there and turn my ears on and listen. And I'm telling you, from them coming through my door to when they leave, it's like they're a totally different person. Like they'll come in with a frown and they're leaving with a smile. And, you know, I may even have to give discipline to them. But I can do it in a way to where I let I listen to them first. And so with you having that creative outlet, I think that's what is really missing um, is just diverting that attention or get having a safe place to, you know, to express yourself. So, I mean, this podcast can last for hours, you know, but I try to keep it down to about 20, 30 minutes with my podcast and with interviews. And, you know, maybe we can even talk in the future for a second part of the interview, but you know, I really appreciate your time. I know we're both on our lunch hour right now. I don't want to keep you too long, but before we go, um, how can my listeners reach out to you? Like, is there a place that they can go um, as far as a website or Instagram or social media? How, how can people reach out to Tyrell Anderson and learn more about like the DK Devils? So across all platforms, we are DK Devils, um, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, website, dkdevils.org d-e-c-a-y d-e-v-i-l-s dot org um, and for the listeners who are curious what's a decay devil uh, we're not a band we're, we don't worship Satan um, it's just a pun for devils. Uh, we, 
I heard I've heard every single iteration of what it could possibly mean. But it's just a point for Daredevils because we have done if you follow our work, we have done uh, some sketchy stuff to get our pictures. Um, from rooftops of abandoned buildings to basements of abandoned buildings to jumping out of airplanes. We just do some daredevil type activity. So right. you just kind of put it together because you're from Gary and it's a lot of, you know, abandoned buildings from what I see from your art. And you kind of like just, you know, create this picture within these abandoned buildings and you've been recognized like in publications and in New okay. York and everything for your work. So yeah, you just um we've done a lot <laughs> uh, we were in the new york times uh, we've received local and national awards um yeah. we've been we've been blessed we've so let's say for us to be a nonprofit for three years <laughs> our track record speaks for itself but to see what we're doing in detail definitely visit the website decaydevils.org facebook decaydevils instagram decaydevils our our whole journey is uh public our whole journey is live and we definitely invite you to come along and uh, experience it with us yes yes please please go and like his facebook and instagram pages take a look at some of his awesome pictures like i absolutely love your pictures you do wonderful work you have so much love for me keep going you're you're heading in the right direction um you're the epitome of you know, just a successful man, a successful young man, you know, you know how to reinvent yourself over and over again. And kudos to you. So everyone else listening, thanks for listening to the podcast today. Make sure you download the Anchor app. I will be trying soon to get onto iTunes so that once I'm on iTunes, every time I have a new iPad or a podcast out, it will notify you of future podcasts. So in the meantime, just download that Anchor app and you can stay in touch with me. Um, Tyrell Anderson, thank you for your time. I can't wait till I come and see you or you come back down here in New Orleans so we could party. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your day, okay? Come to Chernobyl, August. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to do it again, round two. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. All right. Bye.